0: Do you ever find yourself turning to your phone without even thinking about it? Or do you get sucked into scrolling and regret not using that time for something else? You are not alone. I'm Alex, a screen time mentor for young moms, and I'm here to help you get a grip on your own screen time so you can be present, intentional, and live a more fulfilling life. Welcome to the Mindful With Media podcast. Hi! It's, what, mid-January, and the weather outside right now, it's so nice, and so I'm kind of dying that I'm inside when it's so nice outside, but we've spent several hours outside today already, which has been awesome. If you've been around here for a while, then you know that I am doing the 1,000 hours outside challenge this year. Last March, I interviewed Kayla about her experience doing it and she inspired me and so now I'm doing it. But if you want to hear more about what that challenge is, you can go listen to episode six called How to Be a Happier Version of Yourself by Spending More Time Outside. Today I want to talk about something that I feel like impacts every aspect of our life and that is this idea of internalizing your inherent value. And this stems from this truth that you as a person are already as valuable and as lovable as you ever will be. That there is nothing that you can do to make yourself more valuable or more lovable or of more worth. Yet it's so easy to do things because we subconsciously believe that they will make us more valuable or lovable or of more worth. These subconscious beliefs show up both for me and I've seen it show up for my clients, some examples. Often people are subconsciously getting their value from somewhere else. This can look like people pleasing. This can also look like somebody wanting to start a business or an Instagram account or something, but having a lot of fear every time they post about what people will think or how people will respond. Or sometimes some business owners that I work with one-on-one, this looks like checking their stats frequently, looking, you know, they post something and then they check their reel over and over to see how many views it has or checking their podcast downloads frequently to see how many people are listening to their podcasts, and. This is all from this subconscious belief that our value comes from how people respond to what we create or our value comes from pleasing other people. This, our value comes from having people happy with us or our value comes from how clean our house is or our value comes from how productive we are or our value comes from how many books we read or our value comes from how obedient we are. Our value comes from what kind of parent we are. Or this can also look like if they look a certain way that they will suddenly feel more lovable or have more value, or if they make a certain amount of money, or if they can keep their house clean, or if they can be productive, or if they can be really patient with their kids and respond in a certain way to their kids, or if they can accomplish amazing things, have a bestseller book, or even things like if they can be really righteous or obedient or have a certain number of followers on their Instagram accounts. Like, This shows up in so many ways and sometimes we look back at our lives and we subconsciously determine that our value is coming from things that we've accomplished because we look a certain way or because we have accomplished certain things or because we make a certain amount of money or because we do things a certain way, we're really patient with our kids or whatever it is, sometimes we subconsciously are basing our value on what we do and I actually talk a little bit more about this in episode 15 called how to be unproductive and be okay with it and in that episode I share kind of about my journey where I used to base my value on my productivity I've always been known as a very productive person and so I subconsciously was basing my value on that and again you'll see like a lot of these things are good things but the problem is when we subconsciously are placing all of our value on these things and not internalizing that our value is already inherent. There's nothing we can do to make ourselves more valuable. The ironic thing is that once you internalize this truth that your value and your lovability and your worth is already inherent and that there is nothing you can do to make yourself more valuable as a person, once you internalize this, the ironic thing is that you'll actually be able to change and improve and accomplish those things that you want to accomplish faster and in more dramatic ways and in ways that last than if you never internalized this truth. So just to kind of repeat that, you are already enough and You don't have to do anything to become more valuable or lovable or have more worth. And once you realize that and internalize that, then and only then will you start making powerful changes that actually last and you'll change in dramatic and rapid ways. Instead of doing those things that you might have initially been doing to try to prove something whether subconsciously trying to prove something to yourself or to others, you'll still accomplish those things, but it will be for a totally different purpose. And you'll actually feel satisfied when they happen because you've already internalized the truth that you are enough, even if you don't do those things. There was a time in my life when I was running really intensely and I was incredibly disciplined with food and with exercise and with what I thought was a healthy lifestyle. And that was the fittest that I've ever been in my life. My body looked a certain way and I was crazy disciplined during that time. But I remember seeing a quote on Pinterest and I actually can't remember what the quote said, but it said something about like being disciplined or something like that. And I just remember thinking. I've achieved that. I have arrived. I am as disciplined as I ever have wanted to be. And as I see online that other people really want to be this disciplined, but I feel empty inside and I don't feel confident and I don't feel any of the things that I thought I would feel once I made it, once I was this disciplined, once my body looked this way. And that was a pretty defining moment of my life When I realized that achieving things is not what brings fulfillment and satisfaction and confidence because you won't suddenly feel a certain way once you've accomplished something or once you've achieved your goals or whatever, like you won't suddenly feel different. You won't suddenly feel confident or lovable or disciplined or whatever it is that you're working towards you won't suddenly feel a certain way once you've achieved that thing. And so once I realized that during that really intense time in my life, I realized I needed to change something. And it it helped me start on this journey of internalizing this truth that I have inherent value and that there is nothing I can do to make myself more valuable or more lovable. And a few months ago, I was talking with a client and she said, I need to work out. That was like the phrase that she used. And I asked her why. And she said, so that I can look strong again. And again, I asked her, why do you want to look strong again? And she said, so I can feel confident and fulfilled. And that moment right there, I was pretty bold in my response. And we worked through some things afterwards to actually help her understand this. But I expressed that that is a lie that you have to look a certain way in order to feel confident and fulfilled. And I, I know that's a bold thing to say, but I, I think that's a, a lie that a lot of us are, again, it's always subconscious, but we're subconsciously telling ourselves that if I look a certain way, then I will feel confident or then I will feel fulfilled. And that is a lie. And I want to touch on that it's okay to have what can be termed as like shallow goals. So like wanting your body to look a certain way or wanting to make a certain amount of money or things that you could deem as shallow. And what's interesting about these shallow goals is that if we believe that they're shallow, then we pretend we don't want them, whether that's more money or yeah, our body's looking a certain way or our house to look a certain way or to have our clothes a certain way or yeah, just things that might be seen as shallow. When we believe that they're shallow, we are afraid to admit to other people and even afraid to admit to ourselves that we want these things because we're ashamed by them. And so it actually just kind of perpetuates this cycle of feeling like you shouldn't want this thing, but you do. It's actually better to admit to yourself that you want these things and make sure that you are internalizing the truth that once you get these things, once you have a certain amount of money or once you have a house that looks a certain way or once you have a body that looks a certain way, once you have that, you won't suddenly feel better about yourself. You won't suddenly. Feel like you have an abundant amount of money. You won't suddenly feel confident or you won't suddenly feel lovable. You have to understand that it's totally okay to work towards those things and to want those things and recognize that those aren't going to bring you what you might actually be looking for. So I hope I've made it really clear that it's so important to internalize this truth that your value is already inherent because it can impact every aspect of your life like we talked about in the beginning. So let's get into some practical tips of how to actually internalize this truth that your value is inherent. So you've probably heard me talk about this concept of be, do, have. And this is the idea that most people operate from either a have, do, be mindset or a do, have, be mindset. So that's where They subconsciously think that once I have a body that looks this way, then I'll do things differently and then I'll be happy or be confident or be lovable. Or they operate from do have be. So that's like if I do, if I work out this many of times, then I'll have a body that looks a certain way and then I can be happy or be confident. But change happens so much faster and it feels better when you operate from be, do, have. So you imagine as if you've already achieved that thing. Imagine that you already make that amount of money or you've already built your business to a certain point or you already look a certain way and then think about how you will feel when that happens. Will you feel confident? Will you feel patient? Will you feel grateful? Will you feel abundant? And then also think about what you'll think about. How will you think about things? Will you think, I'm so grateful for my body. I'm so grateful for my home. I'm so grateful for this life that I live. I'm so grateful for my kids. Like, how will you think? What what will you think about when you're brushing your teeth or what will you think about at the end of the day when you're going to bed or what will you think about when you get up in the morning and then however you'll feel whenever you've accomplished whatever you want or when your house is clean or when you're productive or when you are patient with your kids practice thinking that and feeling those ways right now practice when you go to bed tonight thinking i'm so grateful for how I keep my home, or I'm so grateful for the money that I make. I'm so grateful. And if you practice feeling and thinking that way first, it is crazy. The miracles that happen and you'll end up getting what you want anyway. That is the first way to internalize your inherent value is to practice feeling how you feel as if you already have what you want and what you're working towards. Another thing that I like to do to help me internalize that my value is already inherent is before I do something, whether that's clean my house or go on a run or set a goal that I want to work towards or post something on Instagram or even before recording this podcast, I like to ask myself, If I'm doing this because I want to feel more worthy or I want to feel more loved or feel more valued, or if I'm doing it because I know that I'm already valuable, it feels really different doing things because I subconsciously want to feel more valuable or doing things because it feels fun and it feels exciting and it feels good. Like those just feel so different, the why that I'm doing something. I think like cleaning my house, for example. Am I doing that because good moms have a clean house or am I doing it because I like my house to be functional and to work for me? Like it's a lot easier to live in a house that's clean. It just feels really different. And so I just like to notice before I do any sort of Anything. <laughs> just asking myself, especially those ones that I'm prone to base my value on those things. I ask myself, why am I doing this? Is it because I subconsciously want to feel more valuable or is it because I want to do it because it's fun or because it serves me in some way? Another thing that can be helpful is to just take some time to identify where your Value is subconsciously coming from. And this can be a little bit uncomfortable if you've never done something like this before to say, wow, I'm placing a lot of my value on what other people say about me, or on how people respond to my posts on Instagram, or on how clean my house is, or on how productive my day goes. And just write down all those things that you're subconsciously placing your value on. And then also take some time to identify where you do want your value to come from. Like something that I believe is I believe that I am a daughter of God and I believe that's where my value comes from, that I have divine identity. But just take some time to really ask yourself, where do you want your value to come from? And something that can help you realize like where you might be placing your value on is if you didn't have something, how would you feel about yourself? Like, so if you posted on something on Instagram and nobody responded, how would you feel about yourself? Or if you did nothing today, you got nothing done on your to-do list, how would you feel about yourself? Or if your house was a disaster and just out of control, how would you feel about yourself? And though that might bring some things up that you might be placing your value on some of those things. This is a lot of what I do in coaching calls is I have some specific practices and some specific questions that can really help you to get to the root of where this might be stemming from, where you might be placing your value, and then to help you actually change your underlying beliefs It's one thing to recognize them. That's huge to recognize where it's coming from. And then it's another thing to actually change your underlying beliefs instead of just like repeating meaningless affirmations or something like that. Like that is not effective. What's effective is to actually get to the root of things and then change those underlying beliefs. And I would love to do that in a coaching call with you if you're interested. You can sign up for a free session. I'll put the link in the show notes to sign up for a free coaching call. Okay, this is something I'm going to be talking about a lot more because I think this is the root of a lot of our problems is misplacing where our value comes from. And if you can internalize that the source of your value is already inherent, a lot of your problems will be solved. But it's not something that you can just do overnight, which is why coaching is so powerful because you have an outside source noticing these things and then helping you to work through them more quickly and to actually change them. Thanks so much for listening today. I promise you it means so much to me. Every message I get, every email I get where you just share what something meant to you, every time you share on your stories on Instagram, it means the world to me. But also I'm not placing my value on that. I know my value is already inherent. Thanks so much and you have a great week. I believe we should stop focusing on the negative aspects of screens and start using them as tools to support our values. We are the first generation learning to navigate this media-saturated society, and it is not easy. You don't have to be perfect, but as you are mindful, technology can be a tool to help you thrive. We are in this together as we figure out how to live a present, intentional life in this world consumed by screens. If you appreciated this podcast, would you make sure to leave a review and subscribe? I'm so glad you could be here today, and I'll see you next week.